He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen. Amen and amen. To God be the glory. He is alive. And we welcome you to this Resurrection Sunday service. We're thrilled that you've chosen to join us here. And we just want to exalt the Savior. And, uh, you know, we, uh, the kids will be staying with parents for the musical part. But I wanted to, at the very beginning, to have a little something for you kids. Okay? So any of the children who are here uh, up to grade three. Would you come up here right now? Anybody from uh, kindergarten or even if you want preschool, come on up here right now and sit down on the front. It's kind of my children's sermon that I like to do sometimes, but I thought Easter Sunday, I got to do one here. You can turn and face me this way, everybody, okay? Yeah, come on down. Yep. Oh, this is great. Anybody else? Oh, this is, this is fantastic. You guys just come here and sit. I'm so thrilled to see each one of you. And, uh, and of course, you know why today's a special, whoa! Here, you okay? Oh, that a boy. Scare me to death. Man, oh man. Thanks. That's all we need. Okay, so, but we're here because of something wonderful happened this day, but Listen, what I want to ask you questions, and so pretend that I don't know how to get to heaven, okay? And I know so a lot of you kids know how to get to heaven. You know the gospel story, okay? So I want you to be able to tell me quickly how to get to heaven as I ask you questions about it, okay? So uh, I'm going to begin with... Uh, I I don't know. I, I heard you can get to heaven, but I'm not sure how I would ever get there. Uh, I did hear something about some this man named Jesus who lived here long ago. Um, does he have something to do with it? What, what, what can somebody tell me about his life? What did Jesus What did Jesus do? What was it for? I mean, he came, but what did the people do to him? They crucified him. They crucified Jesus. He died on, on a cross. He died on a cross. You know what? I have the picture. You mean like this? There's a, a picture of a cross and a silhouette of, as it were, Jesus dying on the cross. Yeah, I kind of heard something about that. But why would he die on a cross? Yes, sweetheart. To save our sins. To, to, to save, save us from our sins? How, how, how does he do that? How, how, do my, how am I, does he take care of my sins, Tristan? Because he's the perfect son of God. He was the perfect son of God. That's right. So he died on the cross... So why did he die? He died for my sins and your sins, everybody's sins, right? So he died, and so he took my punishment for my sin, right? And then what happened after he died on the cross? What did they do with with him? He put him in a tomb. They put him in a tomb. That's right. 
I heard something like that. They put this Jesus in a tomb after he died for our sins. And uh, I have another picture here. What did they do with his body? Well, from what, what? What did they do? They wrapped him in tomb clothes. They wrapped him in tomb clothes. Look at that. Do you see that here? There is a picture of, as it were, Jesus being wrapped in cloths, and he was going to be placed in a tomb. Now, I brought a tomb with me. Would you hold this for a second, Grace, for me? So, I want to bring this tomb out, okay? So, they took Jesus, and there was a tomb, They, from what I heard, where, where was this tomb? Does anybody know where they found this, where this tomb was waiting? And kind of, it, yes, do you know? In a garden, yes. They, it was in a garden. And it was a tomb. Now, sometimes they would reuse tombs. They'd put more than one body in a tomb. But they said when they, they said that this tomb was a brand new tomb like this. No, nobody was in it. Nobody at all was uh, buried in it. So they could, they could use this uh, for Jesus. And so they took Jesus' body wrapped like this and they put him in the tomb. Now, I need someone to... Caroline, would you come up and help me? Please, thank you. Uh, If you could come around here, get through. Thank you so much. And By the way, you all look so pretty. Well, not you guys. You look handsome. Okay, but you you look wonderful. Would you roll this up like this? Roll it into a ball okay and we're gonna she's gonna roll up this body don't don't squish it though but just leave it that's it just roll it right up that a girl and we're gonna put his body inside the tomb so if you would put that in there okay that's good okay yep it's in there okay thank you may be seated give her a hand didn't she do great roll that up thank you thank you good job all right so they put Jesus in the tomb, and everybody thought he was dead. That's it. So what? He died on the cross. You know, we're rid of him because people hated him, the religious people, right? That's what I read and heard. They hated him, and so they crucified him because he said he was the son of God. As you said, he's the son of God. But then what happened? Did something else happen? Didn't he? Was that it? He just stayed in the grave? And, uh, yes, sweetheart. He raised from dead. He rose from the dead? He rose from the dead. How many days after he, he was put in a tomb was it till he... Three days. Yes, three days. You guys all know the story in the gospel. It's wonderful. Three days in the tomb. And two women came to the tomb, right, on the third day, which is today... Right? On a Sunday. And they came to the tomb. And what did they find when they got to the tomb? Nothing was, nothing was there. Nothing was there? What happened to the stone? What happened to the stone? It got rolled away. It got rolled away, yes. And so suddenly they looked in to the tomb. And they looked for the body of Jesus. And guess what? It wasn't there. It was gone. Jesus rose from the dead. 
The tomb was empty. The tomb was empty, and Jesus, they couldn't believe it. They ran back, and from what I heard, who did they run to after after they, they saw that? To disciples. Yes, to the disciples. I think we got a bunch of preachers here that are going <laughs> to take my job someday. Um, but that's right. That's right. They ran to the disciples. Says he's not there. He's not there. And the, the, all the disciples ran, and they looked in, and they thought someone took his body. They were so sad. Is it? Well, they didn't think that he really rose from the dead. But as they were together in a room later on, guess what? Jesus Himself came into the room, and there he is. As he came into the room and stood before them. And he said, and they couldn't believe that he rose from the dead. He said, go ahead and touch me. I am alive. And Jesus is alive. And because he lives, you and I can have everlasting life. Is that true? So so then, if this is all true, Jesus died for my sins and he conquered death. how How do I get to heaven then? How do I get to heaven with this story? What do I have to do? Somebody have to do... Yes. Ask him in your heart to be saved. Yes. Is that it? Of course. Thank you. Ask Jesus into my heart and tell him I'm a sinner and say, Jesus, wash away my sin. Forgive me. And, and guess what? He will do that. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the marvelous story, the true story, Lord, of your son being crucified for us, but the third day rose again from the dead. Father, we thank you, Lord, for these precious children. I pray, Lord, that each one of them has made that decision to ask Jesus into their heart. If they haven't done so, they might do it before this day is done. And, Father, they might know then for sure that they are going to heaven. Thank you for this great salvation, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, before you leave, guys, I have a little something to give you, to take with you, to remind you of Jesus' resurrection. Excuse me a second. I'm going to get coming here. So, I, I got these things, and they're egg-shaped. And it's, call, it's called, I don't have my glasses. Kindergarten. Oh, Kinder Egg, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a Kinder Egg, and it has the word. What what word is that right there? Joy, joy. has joy on it. Do you know what? When when the disciples knew Jesus was alive, they had they were full of joy. They they had the joy in their heart because they knew Jesus was alive. So I want you. Each one of you are going to have one of these, and when you open it, I want you to think of the tomb opening. And inside, it says also in here, it says, surprise toy inside. How about that? Oh, first you get a sweet cream topped with cocoa wafer bites. I think I'll keep these for myself. So, uh, but no, 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 no. But, but when you pull the toy out, I want you to think of Jesus coming out of the tomb. And he's alive. And one day he's coming back for us. And he's going to take us all to heaven. So, here, you each get one of these to remember his resurrection, okay? And, uh, the, uh, but I give to this to you on one condition, okay? You don't eat it till you get home. Give it to mom, give it to mom or dad, okay? And then when they say you can have it, oh, I'm sorry. AJ, there you go, bud. And you may have it, all right? And did I get everybody? Okay. 
you are dismissed. You may go back to your seats. Give them a hand. Didn't they do fantastic? They were awesome. They were fantastic. Oh, bless their hearts. Uh, again, we want to welcome all of you to Jonestown Bible Church. If you are a first-time visitor, uh, maybe you came years ago, but now you consider yourself a visitor because you've come back after many years, uh, or maybe it's the first time ever. Uh, we do have visitors' cards back there in the literature rack. On your way out, if you would be so kind as to pick one of those up out of the literature rack, it has a pen attached to it. Inside the brochure is a visitor's card. If you'd fill that out and then fold it up and place it in the offering box back in the foyer, that will get to me. And we'd love to know about you and uh, answer any questions you might have about the ministries here at church. So let us uh, right now open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your glorious risen Savior, Father, whom you sent to die in our place, but we know that because he lives, we too shall live. Father, we pray for those who are uh, suffering today, Father, with sadness and broken hearts. We think of the believers, Lord, uh, those who have lost loved ones through the storms uh, that have come across our country. Father, pray that you'd give your grace and, Father, uphold them, Father, and meet their every need. Lord, as only you can do that. And we pray that many will come to know Christ, Lord, through their testimony. And, Father, we just want to give you all the glory and praise for, again, for what you have done for us on Calvary's cross. We ask your blessing now upon the rest of our service. May you be glorified, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. And now we want to present to you... Jonestown Bible Church Choir as they sing the musical, Because He Lives, Amen. Amen. Before we have the conclusion to share with you, I just wanted to share some scripture concerning the day that Jesus Christ showed up at a funeral. I don't know how many of you have recently had to attend a funeral. Perhaps some of you have had to go to a loved one's funeral who recently passed. But there was a friend of Jesus named Lazarus, and we all know the story, how Lazarus died unexpectedly at a young age, and he was buried, put in a tomb. Jesus knew that he was sick. But Jesus took his time going to see him. And Jesus was delaying for a purpose. He wanted Lazarus to die so that he could show the power of God and the power Jesus had over death. And he arrived with there, the family weeping, Lazarus in the tomb, days later here. And and Martha comes up. And Mary, and they come up to Jesus and they said, if you only had been here, he wouldn't have died. They knew Jesus could heal. And then Jesus said to her, as Martha spoke to him, if you'd only been here, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. 
your brother will rise again. Well, she believed in a resurrection, a future resurrection. And she said, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. But then Jesus said this to her because he was going to drive home a point about who he was. And this is what we share with you this morning. Many of you here are believers, but perhaps you're here this Easter Sunday and you've come here because it's Easter. Someone invited you and you came to hear music, but you have never trusted Christ as your personal savior. Jesus then said to her this concerning life and resurrection. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die like Lazarus did, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me, that's any of us today, any of us who believe in Jesus as the Son of God who took our sacrifice upon the cross, our punishment, our place. He who believes in me, Jesus said, shall never die. And here, of course, Jesus is talking about everlasting life. They're not going to die eternally in hell, but they will have eternal life in heaven. And Jesus is talking about a life beyond this life. And he said, those who believe in me, he doesn't say those who obey the law, those who go to church, those who try and please God by doing good works. None of that. All he asks is believe, believe in me as the Savior, the Son of God who died for you. And then he asks her this question, do you believe this? Do you believe I am the resurrection and the life? And that in me is everlasting life and I give it freely to who I give. And then she said to him, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the son of God who has come into the world. She made a declaration of her faith. She confessed Jesus as her Lord and Savior at that moment. And then Jesus went on to prove that he was the resurrection and the life by calling Lazarus out of the grave. And Lazarus, dead Lazarus, came alive and came forth out of that grave. And everybody was startled and amazed that this man who was dead now is alive. And then, of course, uh, weeks later, Jesus Christ is then buried. But then he came alive and rose from the dead and showed to all the world that he has the power of death and hell. Why is Christianity still so powerful and people are saved all over the world coming to Christ? It's because we have a Savior who is alive, who has risen from the dead. No other religion can say that. Muhammad and all these other, Joseph Smith and all these other religions who claim that they have their Messiah, they're all still dead in their tomb. But if we go to the tomb of Christ, it is empty. And my friends, we invite you right now to open your heart 
and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Because one day there will be a funeral for you, should not the Lord return first, but there will be a funeral. And on that day, will Jesus be there? Because you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, and those who attend will know that you belong to him and that you are now in heaven and have everlasting life. Two weeks ago, I shared this with our church last Sunday, but I want to share it one more time. Two weeks ago, a girl who attended here, our school, Blue Mountain Christian School, 17-year-old Morgan French, driving her car in the morning, She was alone in the car. She loved the Lord. She had already been accepted to Liberty University this coming fall. Somehow she crossed the the line on the right side heading towards a ditch. She quickly adjusted the car, turned back into the lane, but she went too far, crossed over into the other lane and hit head on with another car. She was killed instantly. 17 years old. The family found out later they were able to determine what music she was listening to at the time she was killed. And she was playing a song called Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. You see, she was living a life vibrant with the life of Christ. She was enjoying life. She was, had power over sin in her life. She was living life to the fullest because she had accepted Christ as her Savior. She was born again. She was a child of God because there was a point in time when she was younger that she accepted Jesus as her Savior. She believed in him and said, I need Jesus to save me. This coming Friday... They already had her funeral service this past week, but they're going to have a celebration of life service this Friday for her over here in Bethel. And that celebration of life is not just celebrating her physical life, but the family and her mother attested to this the day after she was killed attested to a peace that she was experiencing. The mother was experiencing peace. Her mother, Mindy, was experiencing a peace that she says, I can't explain. But God gave her a peace because she knew where her child was. She knew that her child was in heaven. She had the absolute certainty because Morgan believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, believed that he was the resurrection and the life. My friends, you have an opportunity right now, if you haven't done so yet, to give your heart to Christ. Now is the day of salvation for you. Don't wait any longer. Don't leave this place without knowing Christ and knowing that you have forgiveness of your sin because he will forgive all your sins, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He'll give you everlasting life as a free gift and you are called the child of God from now on. And no one can take your salvation from you. You can't lose it. 
You belong to Jesus. You've been born into the family of God spiritually. And you can live triumphantly, a life, victory over sin. And you will leave here with joy and peace that you never knew before. Because Christ is your Savior and Lord. And you heard it from these children this morning, right here. You're hearing it from the choir as they sing to you the gospel story. But little Christian here, what did he say? How do I get to heaven? He asked Jesus to come into your heart. And that's what he said, believe. Let's, let's bow in prayer now. Would you bow with me? With our heads bowed before the Lord. Dear friend, this morning, I invite you to give your heart to Christ now. Accept him by faith. And he will come in and transform your life. He will make you a new creation. And he will cause you to be born into God's family and become his child forever. If you're ready to make this decision, would you pray with me now? I'm going to pray this simple prayer. If you were to pray, pray along with me now, quietly in your heart, by this prayer, saying this prayer, or a prayer like this, you are making a confession of faith to the Lord, that you accept him now, and you will be saved. Pray with me now. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I am sorry for my sin. I believe you died on that cross for me. You took the punishment for my sin. Come into my heart right now. And wash my sins away by your precious blood. I receive you today as my very own Savior. Thank you for dying for me and rising from the dead, Lord Jesus. With head still bowed, if you gave your heart to Christ this morning, you prayed that prayer, you are now saved. You are leaving a different person. You have everlasting life and forgiveness of sins. And you have the life of Christ. Jesus lives in you now. If you prayed that prayer, would you let me know right now? I want to pray for you. And with heads still bowed, if you ask Jesus into your heart and prayed that prayer, would you do one thing right now? Would you slip your hand up high in the air and then take it down? By lifting your hand, you're saying, Pastor Larry, I prayed that prayer and asked Christ to be my Savior today. Pray for me. Is there one? Yes, I see that hand over there. Anybody else? Yes, my friend. God bless you. Anybody else pray that prayer? Raise your hand. Yes, ma'am. Yes, thank you. You can just put it up and take it down. Anybody else? Anyone else? Praise the Lord for these. One last call. Slip up your hand for Christ if you asked him to be your Savior. Anyone else? Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for these who have come to the cross and had the burden of sin lifted at Calvary. And they walk now in newness of life because they have Jesus Christ, the living Christ, living within them in their heart. Thank you, Father, that they now have a hope beyond the grave of everlasting life. And, Father, they have abundant life here on earth now 
until they see their Savior face to face. Give them the assurance of their salvation, Father, that they might understand that no one can pluck them out of your hand or the hand of the Lord Jesus. They are secure in you. We give you praise and thanks for these decisions and the greatest gift ever given. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I would like to mention before we have the conclusion that if you did give your heart to Christ, you raised your hand or maybe you didn't raise your hand, but you did make this decision, I'll be at the back as you leave to greet you. And as you go out, would you just tell me there, say, Pastor, I I did ask Christ to be my Savior. I, I asked him to come in. I put my faith in him. And would you just tell me, I have a little booklet back there that I'd like to give you. It tells you about this new life in Christ and where you go from here. It it lays out beautifully what your life is now going to be like and how Jesus is going to help you to live a life pleasing to God and you will have joy and peace until you see him again. So ask for that booklet on the way out if you would. And now we're going to conclude our wonderful musical, Because He Lives, Amen. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that we serve a risen Savior, one who is alive and there for us, and one who has sent His Holy Spirit down to help us navigate this world. Father God, I pray that you would be with each person here today, Lord. I pray that you would just bless each family, each circumstance, Lord, that you would give them what they need to be more Christ-like each and every day. Give us the boldness and the courage to tell people about your loving gospel message. And we thank you, Lord, for loving us and dying for us. And we ask all these things in Jesus' wonderful and precious name. Amen. You're dismissed.